today I present to you Jared Elner, my stylist, my closest confidant, my soulmate, my fashion soulmate, sometimes my boyfriend, but that's weird. Um, No, today I'm going to be talking fashion with the only person I want to talk about fashion with, Jared, my stylist, my fashion soulmate. I've always been very into fashion myself, and I truly do believe that my relationship with Jared has allowed me to explore fashion with less of someone who's telling me what to do and rather a partner in crime. You know, somebody who also has a fashion mind, who is excited about putting together looks, you know, coming up with new things, experimenting for various events and even day-to-day life. We are true collaborators and together we put together outfits and that's really all it is. And I can't wait for you to hang out with Jared because my God, I love hanging out with Jared. Oh, I do it all the time. He's bestie. But now you get to have a little piece of Jared and I had to drag him on here. So enjoy Jared and don't take it for granted because he is a rare fruit. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche Bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's DOS. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Adidas. Pressure. I felt it. You felt it. And now Adidas is here to put an end to it. Sports are meant to be fun. It's meant to make you feel good about yourself. But pressure wants to talk you out of even trying. Now it's time to reclaim what you once loved. Sports are on your terms again. You got this. Visit adidas.com slash you got this to learn more. Were you a stylish kid? Uh, my first instinct is to scream no. I really wasn't a stylish kid. I was just obsessed with fashion, like deep cut, like fashion. Actually, Mm -hmm. I was a pretty, I grew up in like a repressed town. Mm -hmm. So I was like not that stylish. So like your style was like fitting in with the kids. Totally. What was that? Like describe an outfit for Jared in like high school. It's kind of similar to what I wear now Mm because I just wear t-shirt and pants. Like that's what happens. But it was like a bad t-shirt and like ill-fitting like no one it was a worse t-shirt in a worse worse pair of pants (laughs) and that's it there wasn't much going on but it was which is embarrassing you know well that's like one of my favorite things about you though is that like before we started working together I was like stylists must have the best personal style Mm. it must be so insane and dynamic and crazy like 
it must be present there. What yeah. was so fascinating to me about you is that your personal style is understated. It's not like you're, you know, wearing like an Alexander McQueen gown to like your yeah, birthday party. Literally. You're wearing like Carhartt's yeah. t-shirt, yeah. but like with a chic little boot. Totally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, so to me, it's so fascinating that your your interest in fashion seems to be outside of yourself. It's not like you're obsessed with what you put on you. You're obsessed with the art of it. Elaborate on that. I just didn't think about it. Like, I didn't think about what I was wearing too hard. If I'm like, I mean, growing up, happy and like fit in, great. We love it. And then it progressed and like, hopefully it got cuter and just like simple. But I've never been a person who like stares in the mirror and is like, okay, how does this fit? And what does this look like? And mm. what do I have to do to look like this? But I'm obsessed with like how other people look and how to like turn someone else into something. And I think that's hopefully translated to my style where yeah. like it improved. And now I do think about it, but it was never about like, oh my God, I have to be a stylist because I love sneakers or something. You know what I mean? Like, and I, ha I have 500 sneakers. I have two sneakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the vibe. It's so like, you're weirdly a minimalist with your own closet. Yeah. Like if I go into your closet, which I do, I'm like <laughs> looking around and there's nothing. It's, it's simple. It's effective. It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like you have your uniform so that you can focus on putting other people into their little costume. Totally. And this is not a personal inward art form for you. It's very outward. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's all about putting things out. For sure. I mean, honestly, it's like each time somebody gets dressed, it's like a little like art project. I'm doing little dioramas. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> You're doing a little diorama on me and uh -huh. then I'm in leather underwear. Yeah. On the <laughs> and somehow it's a really slutty diorama. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, but it's totally hot. Yeah, it's amazing. And effective at yeah. the party. And inappropriate. But and super inappropriate. It's totally fine. And it was controversial. Was it? People were like, who's this fucking freak? <laughs> and then they were like, it's kind of cool, actually. Wait a second. She's they're taking their pants off. <laughs> We're talking about when you wore acne studios, yes. underwear, yes. leather, and a jacket. Yes, and nothing else. And nothing else. It was like my. F actually, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about all of our looks later. What? Like all of the fun risks we've taken because we yeah. we got riskier later. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you went to fashion school mm -hmm. in New York City. Mm -hmm. Parsons. I went, I went to Parsons, but I went for design. I did not dream of being a stylist. I don't think there was one time that I was growing up that I dreamt of being a stylist. I wanted to be a designer, like always. Yes. And then after college, I just started working at a magazine. And then you quite literally turned me into a stylist. I would not have been a stylist. <laughs> Something else would have happened. But you were like, wait, I need a stylist. And I was like, I'll do it. So, yeah. But yeah. that's why. I never thought about it. Yeah. But I went to school for fashion, which is also like uh, the fashion kids are less like, what's my vibe? And they show up and like something blank and they're like what's your vibe yeah and that's it's that's what's so interesting about it is that for me like fashion is so personal for me i do love fashion objectively like i do enjoy looking at it and analyzing it and thinking about it but it, it's like i think i only do because i like using it as a form of personal expression yeah and I think that's kind of what sets apart I'm realizing like a true fashion head who's like 
I want to work in this shit mm. in the sense that I'm I'm designing, I'm a stylist, I'm th- I mean, this is not true across the board, but I'm noticing it more. Yeah. Actually, now I'm thinking about it more and it just you depends. Do you disagree? What do you mean? Cuz I'm like now I'm thinking about it and there are definitely some stylists who it's very personal for them too. Yeah. Like they want to be dressed up. Totally. You know what I mean? So It's a mix. Some it's people a mix. some people need to like live in the fantasy of it too along with the people that they're dressing and I think I'm like just starting to have more fun with that but I never got into this to be involved at all like I just want to like be behind the scenes and like do the cute things and like make it all happen and then like disappear but I think the people who are excited by like being in the spotlight too it's a different story it's a different vibe yeah jared should needs to be in the spotlight and isn't isn't it always this Uh -uh. way (laughs) those who really deserve to be in the spotlight because they're so special they just want to be hidden i just want to go to bed (laughs) i want to go to bed it's actually true i I try to make jared go out with me on the weekends and he's like i'm i'm sending my boyfriend owen with you i do it for you more than anybody (laughs) in my entire life are you kidding me but it's still brave with me every Every three asks, two of them are no's. Yeah. But for anyone else, it's just a blanket no. I know, but that's why, like, I, I love our relationship. Totally. We you push each I mean? other. It's like we're perfect for each other. We're soulmates. We are soulmates. Um, okay, so you went to fashion school. You were like, I want to be a designer. Mm. Now you are a designer and you design clothes. Well, not. I mean. Yeah, you do. You know how to design clothes and you design clothes. We're working on it. You are a phenomenal designer. I've worn your clothes. Totally. You actually have. That's true. Yeah. So stop lying to the public because <laughs> it's just weird. That was a scary moment for me. Really? Yeah, of course. I think that was one of like our first five fittings maybe. Mm-hmm. And we were just doing like cute stuff to dress up in. And I put you in it and you were like, this is so cute. Yes. And I didn't say anything until like after you'd worn it or something because I was, I was, I don't want to like influence you. Totally. And be like, I made this, but I did make that. Well, it's deeply personal to create yeah. something and then. You know, it's even scarier. Actually, in retrospect, I'm scared. Like, imagine <laughs> I you had showed it to me and been like, what do you think of this? And I'd said, oof, Jared, that's hideous. And yeah, but, you made it? But oh! that's fair. You need feedback. By the way, that's happened. Not with you. With other people. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm already thinking about Okay. So um, I'm curious about your education What's one thing that you learned from going to fashion school that you feel like is invaluable, if Mm. anything? And what's one thing that you wish you had learned and you didn't? Something that I learned that was invaluable, I like how knowing how clothes are made and like how to fit them is like, I don't know how you do this without it. Because there are so many times where, one, we're rolling up to the red carpet and the dress falls apart. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, we have to sew it back together. We have to tell the story later. Horrifying. It was terrifying in the moment. There are bigger issues, but that was horrible. Horrible. But, like, knowing how to repair something, knowing how to make something fit. Clothes are not meant to fit everybody. They're meant to fit, like, one person. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like, really mold it and shape it and make it look like flawless and that takes like knowing where to pull that tucks that in that like cinches hair like remember the dress you are for business of fashion like that's a contraption something like knowing how to turn that into something that actually fits is like yes I I don't know how I would do this without that I don't know how people do it without knowing how to make or adjust clothes it's not like you're taking something off the rack and 
you're getting it in the correct size and then you're putting it on somebody or and it's like and it's not also like oh if this doesn't fit then we're not wearing it it's totally. like no a lot of times we're taking these pieces that are like you know okay there's one size and it's basically like can we make this work yeah and it is a huge 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 piece of everything that we do it's like yeah. trying to figure out how can we make this look right mm. because I mean, especially when we're working with pieces from the runway and stuff like that, it's like, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, but I never even thought about that. Like the technical side of the structure of a garment, that is huge and invaluable. But there are so many instances where it's just you and I in a dressing room somewhere or like somewhere random or in a remote part of, I don't even know where, where it's just like me, you and some safety pins. And it's like, if I didn't feel confident in my ability to alter things, I would be like, okay, well you're going to look horrible. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing we can do. Well, there's going to be something weird and baggy in the crotch. (laughs) It looks amazing, but it's just one giant lump on the back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's huge. That's, that's something I'm really happy that I learned yep. something that I wish we'd spent more time on. This is, I don't really know how to describe this, describe this, but like, I wish there was a mm. more emphasis on like how you put an outfit together and like, like genuinely what you are so good at doing and like why you are so good at fashion. You can put pieces together and you know, what that style evokes. Yeah, I'm, this is going to be really steamy in a second. <laughs> but it's true. You are like, thank you. You are brilliant for that. I've learned so much from you because I, that's not how I look at fashion. And you look at fashion in a way that's so personal and you can figure out how to turn random pieces into like a style or a vibe. And I, if I had known or thought about fashion like that, I think I would be better. Like if I had started there. Okay, so you start working at a magazine. You're doing editorial styling for the magazine. You're, right? I started as an assistant, but yeah, what? eventually. Because you did that for me. Wait, we... tell the story of how we met. Sorry, okay, great. do that. I was working at a magazine called Garage Magazine. I was so lucky to work there. It was a magazine of six people, and I was the assistant. And then I worked there for years with, like, the fucking sickest team, and I learned so much. It was insane. And then by the end, like year like three and a half, I started styling my own shoots and like working less as an assistant and more as an editor. And they wanted to do a TikTok shoot because mm-hmm. TikTok was like it. Mm-hmm. And so they were ironic like, now. like the, the most ironic yeah. thing possible. They were like, okay, let's do a TikTok shoot. What is that? What do we do? And I forget how, but I remember being like, we should use Emma Chamberlain for it. And they were like, okay, that's never going to happen. And I was like, yeah, I know, but this is, we're, we're spitballing. This is brainstorming. And then shockingly, I guess you were down. Duh. And they were like, okay, she's doing it. And I was like, oh, shit. And they were like, you're going to style it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to jump off a bridge. And But it was actually great. I, it was, we had so much fun. That was a fun shoot. Okay, so it was basically, we shot for like, what? seven hours yeah it felt like for one tiktok and one. it had crazy transitions this is when no one knew what tiktok was yeah. what the point of it was i remember doing the story and being like this is going to be so out of touch in three weeks but we still did it and totally. it was it was great but also it was in the era where tiktok was just dance that's it yes. it was a song and it was a dance yes. there was nothing else maybe a lip sync Maybe. I don't even know. I, I don't even know if lip sync. Maybe not even a lip sync. Yeah. I don't even know if they heard of it yet. No. Yeah. So 
it was basically you doing one TikTok, switching outfits yes. the entire time. And I have like a lot of criticism for that shoot because like it was the first thing I ever did. I would change a lot. But... I have such a fondness for the really? way that you styled that. Why? Because, okay, it was campy to the max. And to me, I don't think that that TikTok would have been interesting mm. had the styling been maybe more cool or maybe more like it kind of had to be campy and crazy and fun. Yeah. And you put me in this like insane dress that had the, the crazy, bows. the big, it was yeah. so loud and so crazy. And it was so, that's what made the TikTok. And I had like pink eyeshadow on. You did. And it was like, also, the hairstylist taped my face back. Mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah. Looked you looked so amazing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. You look so good. Every time I've gotten my face taped for a shoot after that point, it's been like, damn, like I can't ever go back. No. Like, you now. Uh, damn, this shit feels good. Yeah, it's Actually, really Actually, it nice. hurts so bad. Oh, it's horrible. But the result is like a relief. Whoa, it's like, wow. Wow. For those of you who don't know what getting your face taped means, you put two little, there's two sticky pads that go on the on your temples and then there's little hooks on them and then there's an elastic that you put around your head and it, pulls, it just lifts the it whole like lifts thing. your face as though you have like a snatched ponytail yeah. and your face just looks it's completely toxic <laughs> it's horribly it's toxic. like horribly, it's ruining our it's ruining world industry no, no no this is like this is when we all say social media is fake it's like yeah yeah, yeah the girls Everyone's faces taped. are taped this episode is brought to you by bumble Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Okay, so let's go back. So we were, Sorry. we, no, we, that was me. Um, <laughs> But also, Jared, you, you're that on thin me. ice. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're you're putting me in these crazy outfits for this yeah. TikTok shoot. And I, at the time, didn't have a stylist. I, For me, it was almost anti the idea. Because mm. I was like, I... 
you are style. I'm sorry. You became who you are in part for your style and how good you are at doing that. And that's like such a crazy thing because that's like, how does one even do that? You know what? I actually do think that that's why I was so against it because I was like, I'm going to lose my edge. Yeah. It's not going to be me anymore. And so I was always so against the idea. Which is very valid. But the only time I would work with a stylist was at a photo shoot when it was like editorial and it was like, okay, I'm being put in like a crazy outfit. Yeah. And this is so fun, but also this is for not my me. day-to-day or like for, you know, even for an event, I used to style myself mm-hmm. and I would really do bad at that. <laughs> I don't that believe that. That was not good. No, my first <laughs> event outfit ever what is was it? insane. Wait, we've never looked at that. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Imagine this. Tell me. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. It was a pair of super high-waisted gray plaid pants mm. that were tapered, though. Oh. So that's where they got bad. Mm-hmm. And then we had a Gucci boot, lace-up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. little heel. Mm. No, no, it gets worse. Mm-hmm. I had a white bodysuit on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. whole event that I went to, well, not only was my worst outfit, but also it was that embarrassing speech I did at the Streamy Awards. Oh, no. I won an award, and I went up on stage, and I bombed the speech, and I still get made fun of about it to this day. Fair enough, you guys. This is you good, win. though. You need to be... Character building. Humbled. Yes. You can't... This is something we actually discussed. You can't be hot all the time. Nope. You, you can't. And you shouldn't. It's not right for the fabric of society. Like, it's not good. You cannot. And you anyone need to bomb who is... Is a bad person. Bad, evil, evil, Stay evil, away. evil, evil. Something's wrong. Sinister. Yeah. Sinister. If you can't find a skeleton in the closet, like an embarrassing skeleton in the closet of a human being... Something's wrong. No, no, no. Huge red flag. Uh-huh. Abort mission. <laughs> like, get out. Because totally. it's not going to be good. So, yeah, that was really bad. Um, That's tough. So, like, my personal style, I did not want to be threatened, but I was, like, and I just was scared. I was, like, if I hire a stylist, you know, what's going to happen to my own personal identity? But I was also, at the time, like, working with stylists only for photo shoots. So that's how I met Jared. The whole styling world, like, what a stylist was, I always thought of it as, this is so business. Yeah. This is so... For press, for yeah. magazines, for yeah. this, for that, for the totally. for the red carpet. And at the time, I was rarely doing those things. So it was like, I don't know, it was just interesting because I I met you in a context where I was like, this is so fun to like work with somebody on this and I love this, but also, where does this fit into my life? Anyway, mm. but then I was like, no. Something clicked for me and I was like, I need a stylist. Well, you became a busy girl. Well, it was also, it was like a combination of like, oh, I'm starting to go to more events. I'm starting yeah. to have more photo shoots for for things. But also like, it'd be so fun to have just like a partner in crime on this. Yeah. Who can like, who has the resources too to go out and this is huge. Basically rent things. Yeah. Lend things. Yeah. Because- just unsustainable to be always buying new things and then now you own them it makes no sense whereas like jared and i are like technically renting things all the time yeah and then i wear it and then we give it back Mm -hmm. so it's like anywho so i was like i need a stylist and i jared was the only option it's interesting that if you don't want to have a stylist because you don't want to lose your identity but when you start doing so much that you need to be in clothes so much if you work with a bunch of random people then you actually don't have any identity i think it's like yes. 
it's really helpful to have somebody to grow with so that you can like start to feel like one brain and that yes. you don't have to explain anything and they know about your weird stomach issues and yes. if what's going to work with that or not. Yes. And also like what vibe you are in, in your life. Like it, it no body suits, Jared. Emma might have diarrhea at the function. <laughs> exactly. No thongs because I can't actually say this. It's going to make no really thongs because Emma will, Emma yeah. will shit herself in yeah. them and it will be everywhere. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think like what happened was is my publicist, Kate was like, you need a stylist. Like, you can't handle, like, dressing yourself for events, dressing yourself for, like, photo shoots, dressing yourself for even, you know, even just pulling pieces for day-to-day life. Like, you just don't have time. Yeah. And she was like, you really need to consider a stylist. And I was so against it. And then she was like, what about Jared? And I was like, yeah, actually, that is perfect. Because I could tell that you were never going to make it your agenda. Like I could tell immediately that fashion for you, there's not ego in it for you. No. Like you, it's art for you. Yeah. And so, and that was so clear to me on that day that the second she said it, I was like, that makes complete sense. That is, that is exactly who it is. And, you know, very, very quickly, I feel like our relationship just became what it is. And I would say it's very unusual. Mm. Do you agree? I can't stop smiling. That was the sweetest time. That was so, I was so scared during that time. It was time. like falling in love. That was actually falling in love. But right? like the scare, I hope you weren't nervous. I was so nervous during that time. I was nervous too because it's like, this is like weirdly an intimate thing. I'm like, inside you like I'm like <laughs> taking your pants off and like putting on like g like it's so intimate it's, I mean like at the Met one year like he's mm. cutting my underwear like he's like up my inside. skirt inside with scissors cutting this seam around my underwear because you could see it through through did you, hear that? <laughs> you can see it through my skirt it is an incredibly intimate relationship on an emotional level and on a physical level. So intimate. It's crazy. Right? It's insane. But I think when we first started working together, we did Chamberlain Coffee Shoot, and I put you in. I didn't know that your mom was going to be at this shoot. No one told me. And for whatever reason, I thought it was appropriate to put you in a gorgeous, but like such a slutty outfit for the first <laughs> outfit we'd ever done, like officially together. Oh my God. It was stunning. It, it was, was this stunning. beaded mini skirt and top, but it was so short and the top and was so was tiny. And my nipple was kind of poking through the just bead. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. And we were like, oh, but the And you were in the highest it. heels. Yes. Like all the Chamberlain coffee shoes before that, tan, demure, it's holiday, full skank. It was so fun though. And then your mom literally walked out from the back room and my heart sank. And I was like, it's over. Yeah, but now you know that like no one's a bigger fan of Jared oh, than my mom. She loved it. No, no, no. No one's a bigger fan of, well, maybe me, but also you looking hot and slutty. My mom loves, loves it. it. She's obsessed with it. My mom does like, yeah, she does love it. She loves it. Because she's like, Emma, like, why are you not tapping into this? Yeah, Have fun. Literally. You're young. She's correct. Like, enjoy. But m- not all moms are like that. So no. I did get a little nervous. Yeah, but, but then you found out. But then I found out and I was like, okay, we should go shorter. Yeah, like, when are we going shorter? And yeah. then, you know, fast forward to now I wear underwear no on the red carpet. Yeah. So it's yeah. totally fine. So she's super happy. She's super happy. She's really proud of just you. kind of like what I've turned into. <laughs> Wait, describe our relationship in your words. 
In my words? Yeah, yeah, And then I'll describe our relationship in my words. Well, I'll fill I mean, in the gaps. Okay, cool. Truthfully, like, I, I really do feel like you're my fashion sister soulmate. Like, there are very few people who maybe not agree, because we, we mostly agree, but, like, who understand what... I want to articulate or I want you to articulate or what I'm envisioning or imagining like you I think can understand what I'm going for Mm -hmm. very easily and Mm -hmm. a lot of people it takes a lot of work and a lot of proving and a lot of trust and a lot of like successes Mm -hmm. to be like okay I trust you Mm -hmm. but I think you really get it and also are excited by the same things I feel deeply connected to you in a disgusting way that's very embarrassing it's fashion and then it's also like because the thing is jared and i if we were not doing fashion would still be best friends anyway i would hope so jared you're my best friend <laughs> i literally i'm like I don't, I don't have anyone else jared by the way same no i know we need you're each my other best friend. and then and then with owen the three of us it's like oh this is this is for life this is it's I don't know if this is the right description, but I will never, ever, ever be more grateful for a relationship probably ever in my life. Maybe my family. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Owen. But like you. Maybe Owen? No, Owen. Maybe. But also, maybe not. Owen is literally. Honestly, maybe Owen's not. in the group chat right now. Like, Jared, what the fuck was that? He heard it. He heard it. Yeah, he heard it. Yeah. He probably did hear. But genuinely, because nobody else one still like allows me to like do what I want to do in a way that you allow me to but also it's really a lot of like trust and power to put in someone's hands and to feel confident enough to choose a random I don't know how old was I at the time 23 20 23 year old to be like okay you is crazy (laughs) it's crazy like you fully changed my life and you uh I will never get over it we can't we literally have to talk about something so so like so superficial inappropriate and and superficial after this I'm gonna start crying (laughs) because Jared I like I mean you to me are complete fashion soulmate and it's there's not only do we see eye to eye, but we also disagree. Mm-hmm. We've gotten good at disagreeing. Lately. No, no, no. It's amazing, Jared. It's good. I would argue creative relationships are fucking pointless if mm. it just becomes an echo chamber. Yeah. If you agree about everything, no one gets challenged. Mm-mm. No one learns. It's so healthy to disagree. I mean, I think that that's why we create so many looks that we're proud of together because we fight yeah it's like no 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 no, not that like hair needs to be up jared (laughs) hair needs to be down we do get in a lot of glam specific yeah this is like for red carpet events there's a lot we're always like jared's like yeah you're wearing (laughs) no 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 ponytail down to the ass for for today yeah it's gonna have to be ponytail jared can we just do like natural like let's just do like a natural like super scruffy like looks like i like didn't brush my hair for four days. He's like, there was a period down to your ankle. <laughs> there was a period where that was the fight though. And yes. for like six months, I feel like there was a certain length of your hair where you're like scruffy, obviously. Yeah. I was like, it can't be. I know, and then we like, kept getting into again. fights. I have a few memories of some good fights, but also just before I forget the opposite, I feel like happens to where either someone gets dressed by a stylist and they take all of their opinions completely or they need to dictate the show and they have to like do mm. what they want to do and they 
are unable to actually tap into a stylist's ideas yes. because they're either too insecure or they're yeah. they need to stick to what they've done or they have they're controlling like whatever. Yeah. Like that's also something too. So it's both ways. Like both people have to be equally open. I recently did some self-reflecting because I was like my style really is all over the place. Like, you know, we go to one event and I'm and I look like this like pretty little princess and then mm-hmm. we go to another event and I'm wearing you know, the leather underwear. And then I'm going to another event and I'm a little, you know, I'm like schoolgirl, like mm-hmm. preppy vibe. And then I'm playing tennis and then I look like an alien. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've always wondered, like, what is the through line? Is there a through line? The, does there need to be a through line? As long as it feels authentic, then it's on the same path. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. You have so many different facets that, like, all of that's authentic. Like, I think you're so comfortable with so many parts of yourself that, like, you're yeah, like there's a lot of parts. <laughs> there's a lot of parts. So there's a lot of looks. There's a lot of looks. So it's just different. But I yeah. I don't know. I think that's the most fun part. And also yeah. I think more recently for sure you slash we have gotten more experimental because you're even more comfortable and we're even more comfortable. And also it's a sense of like who gives a fuck. Yes. I feel like we've gotten to a point where it's like if we feel like it's good, even if it doesn't translate one million percent, yeah. like we know what we did. Yeah. And we fucking like it. Yeah. I think that's something interesting I've noticed about the fashion world from the from the perspective of people in fashion and from the perspective of people outside of fashion. I've just noticed that the fashion world and all the various eyes on it take it way too fucking seriously. If somebody, a celebrity, wears a look on the carpet and the masses don't like it. Yeah. It's like... It's headline news. It's headline news. Yeah. It's actually really insane how fashion has that effect. It's crazy. What are your thoughts on that? It's just a waste of time to, like, be that critical about something that's so surface level. But then again, I also am obsessed with it. And that's what I spend my whole life doing. So I find it fascinating. So I kind of bounce back and forth. I think fashion is as equally dumb and a waste of time and overhyped as I am deathly obsessed with it and will never stop thinking about it and spend every second of my day working on it. So like, I'm not a good barometer for this because I can't make up my mind about it. What I've noticed is people who aren't necessarily in the fashion world, they don't really care. It's not their sport, okay? They are really judgmental of fashion. Totally. Like, most people who are not in fashion think fashion is stupid. Yes. It's actually really fascinating because I always did, too. I was like, this runway show is stupid. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I like, saw a show on YouTube or something. And it was like, there was all this stuff coming out, and there was, like, whatever. And I remember thinking, I don't get it. What the fuck is this? Who is this for? What is What purpose is this serving? Mm -hmm. I did not understand what it was. Yeah. And so I thought it was dumb. And that's why I was critical of it. Totally. I I was always hypercritical of fashion because I think I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. But also I think in a weird way I was threatened by not understanding it, which made me resent it. I think that's how a lot of people probably feel because it's so at times over the top that it's like, how could I even engage with this? Okay, I can't engage with this. Wait, I'm kind of pissed about this. This is dumb. Like I feel like that's probably the trajectory. And also it's not wrong. Fashion is like, the most pretentious space 1, unnecessarily you find like 
the people with the worst morals and who care about the worst things yeah. and like are so judgmental and not even the people, but the ideals that it projects, there's so much toxicity in it. But I think if you're not someone who's going to ever directly benefit from the part, are you good? <laughs> I'm so good. Keep going. <laughs> from the parts that like are great about it. Like if you're never going to wear something for a photo shoot or I don't know, not even that, but just like dress up for the sake of dressing up. That's most people don't either have time to do that or have the freedom to explore that or express that. Yep. Like if you're never actually going to benefit from fashion, like it's pretty useless. But like fashion can be horrible and the and what it promotes yeah. is pretty horrible a lot of the times. It's true. And we're like actively working to change that. Maybe we can make it about the art again. I mean, cuz I think that's what see, That's what it should be. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm realizing like both of us genuinely care about fashion because mm. it to us is like this is art to us. Yeah. Totally. And I don't think that that is true for the rest of the industry. No. Fashion is like for whatever reason, however this happened over history, so deeply tied to power. And I think that's just fucked a lot of shit up. And, like, I think also part of the allure in front of the fashion industry is, like, the, like, sexy, am I going to make it in? Are people going to respect me? Oh, my God, this is so tough. Wait, I did it. Like, it's just, like, the Devil Wears Prada. It totally, like, I, I that movie, I think, is all anyone needs to know. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly, and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, you might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep, and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients like 99% pure melatonin to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol, sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. This episode is brought to you by Colgate Optic White. Their overnight whitening pen gives you visibly whiter teeth in just seven days when used as directed. Just popping the pen into your night routine will have you waking up with that perfect teeth vibe without even trying. I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a little bit of red wine. Listen, my teeth are stained a little bit, okay? And so little tools and tricks that I can add into my routine that make me feel more confident really help in front of the camera and just in my normal life. It's a great way to give yourself an extra confidence boost and live life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. As a stylist, how do you manage to figure out how to create a look that will translate to the world? Mm. What is that process like? But then also, where's your head at when you're sending off, you know, your person, your client. I, yeah. And they're about to go get a bunch of photos taken and there's now nothing you can do. Like, talk about all of this. Literally terrifying. Sending someone out and having no control. 
horrible. You have to have thought through like every possible thing that could go wrong or look wrong or be weird or not make sense. So scary. And mm-hmm. and like who knows? There's a gust of wind when the photo's taken. Uh oh, horrible. Her boobies out. Her boobs out. Literally. Have I had a booby out yet? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever told this sort of story. Like I don't what? think I've ever talked about this publicly. Maybe I have. When I go to events, when I do red carpets, when I go to the fashion shows, I'm also a mess. Yeah. You know, because as I'm you like, should be. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter how good I feel in person. It doesn't matter how confident I feel in person. If the lighting's off, if mm-hmm. the photographers aren't good, if I don't know, there's a weird shadow somewhere. I mean, I, Jared, you know, it's it's ruined my day. Which one are you referring to? It's not always the outfit. It's like it's sometimes even just like the glam, like how the makeup looks, how the hair looks in person. Like Venice day one red dress, which was crazy because I so thought good you on Instagram. Or no, it looked so good on iPhone. Like it was whatever, but my face just looked weird. You look so good. But I, I understand it. Sometimes you just can't. Sometimes it just doesn't work for you. It just didn't. No, but it's like sometimes it comes down to bad lighting. Yeah. Imagine this. Like there's certain red carpets that always have good lighting. Yeah. It's like Vanity it's Fair. Vanity Fair Oscar party. It's the Met Gala. It's. You don't like the Met lighting? Sometimes I do. Usually it's great. But Vanity Fair is like. Vanity Fair is the best. Gorgeous. Wait, what else is good? You haven't gone, but the Academy Gala is so good. <gasps> the, the lighting is really good there. Gorgeous. See, but these are the things that we think about because, you know, it's genuinely so frightening to, and it shouldn't be, right? Like, in in an ideal world, it's like, we don't care. It's like, we, you know, you don't look at a photo and ever think you look bad. In an ideal world, I'm so sorry. That is not. Oh, my God. It it, 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 that's, that's an impossible place. Not impossible. I'm not going to say that. That is a such a place. challenging place to get to. The majority of us are not. Going into a red carpet, like, yo, fuck it. Like, if I look like shit, yeah. I look like shit. I don't care. Yeah, but also there's so much effort put into those moments. You want to be it's happy like, with what it looks uh, like. How do you style a look that you think will translate well when it ends up on the internet instead of it just being in person? Because right. what have you found is the most effective? Is it like taking photos of it with your iPhone and seeing if it translates? Like sometimes mm. in a 2D form, it's like... Definitely. Okay. That's like step one. Yeah. It has to look good in iPhone pics. It has to look good in a shitty quality photo. Like it it just has to. That's mm-hmm. If it doesn't pass that test, it's not being worn. Done. Lighting is a lot of it. So also imagining like every type of lighting it could be in. It's basically just like a huge checklist of like, okay, well, this won't look good because of this or this yeah. won't look good because it's not... Even though in person it's snatched, if you look at it from a weird angle it's not like there's so many things mm. that are so specific to each look that i don't i don't know if there's a way to categorize it all at once but it's a lot of like canceling out it's basically finding something that hits all the criteria yeah which is super challenging and then even still it's like eh, let's yeah have, yeah okay why don't we tell them some of our horror stories oh okay let's, why don't you tell the story about the Lawncombe event at the Louvre. Mm. Red dress. What happened, Jared? You tell it. It was a beautiful dress. It was gorgeous. It was a vintage red dress that we learned was very delicate. And a lot of times you can't cut things because it's vintage or it's a runway sample or whatever. Mm. So you have to find a way to tailor it without cutting it, which is challenging and this specific dress was too long so we had to figure out a way to make it shorter but it was so thin that it wasn't an easy dress to make shorter so a special like hand 
sewn alteration that didn't cut anything had to be done. And it was like kind of a big train. So it was all the way around. So that happened. You tried it on. You did glam. You were doing photos beforehand. And I looked over and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. And the whole thing had come undone. The whole hand-sewn hem. Yeah. That probably took like- started. Yes. Right? Yes. That probably took hours for our sweet tailor to do. And this is just what happens. Like you- no shade to the tailor. Like, that just happens when you're well, working Well, because my shoe with... got caught on it and ripped the thin thread. And it's just like, that's, that's all it. that... That's yeah. it. We're, we're, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. So, we, you got in the car. Luckily, it was kind of a long drive. Long drive. Maybe 20, 30 minutes. Yep. Like, that's nice. And it was a bumpy ride. And I just had to sit on the floor and re, like, hand sew the whole thing. And yep. then, finally, done. Gorgeous. We're it so took happy. Jared, like quite literally 20 <sighs> minutes to fix this. Just the hem. But also like, it's like a complicated, like it's a type of maneuver that is really challenging to explain and even more challenging to understand. Like I quite literally didn't know how Jared was sewing this in a certain way to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. It was like very confusing too <laughs> we had like our flashlights like shining on him and he's like the fucking car <laughs> Jared's like sewing my skirt it was like insane it was and horrible it was horrible and but, then yeah five on. minutes no I would say three minutes before no 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 I'd say two as we were pulling up yeah as we were pulling up we looked down the center seam of your dress popped like out of nowhere so this was our worst luck yet. No, the security of the event was trying to open my the car door, and Jared's like, "Shut the fucking door!" I was like, "Jared, baby, Chill that out. was so weird." He's like, "Shut the fucking door!" You're like, "This is not that big of a deal." No, Your it actually was because my entire cooter was out. It was Quite like, literally, it was like split down the fucking center. It what was. The fuck it happens? actually wasn't that big. It was probably like what? Yeah, but two it inches? was like very vaginal. It was it a was quite slit literally on right? my cooter. Yeah, like that was a that was. A hole for your vagina. Yeah. Anyway, so we had to close that. Coming in, So we actually should have left it. <laughs> you could have had a lot of fun. We had to close that. And that was really stressful. I was like kind of stressed before that. But then when we were like there and they were like. Yeah, but thank God you had thread <sighs> from the bottom. Like, thank God you brought your sewing kit. Yeah. Because imagine like you hadn't needed it so desperately. You could have forgotten it. I will never. I don't. I don't think I have it on me now, but I will never go anywhere without a sewing kit. Ever now. again. Never. You can't. No. It's impossible not to. It's impossible. That was So bad. that was a horrible one. That was a really bad experience. But it, it turned off. out great. Turned out totally great. That same week, remember one of our favorite looks that we ever did, which was that, you know, it was the Armani Privé dress. It yeah. was the, you know, it was black. It was completely beaded all over. It had sort a of an argyle. Pounds. It was I was about to say this is where the catastrophe strikes for this one. It looked fucking amazing. Where was the catastrophe? It was fully intact. It was you were 90 <laughs> pounds, Jared. I'm you like, know what? What was so Maybe hard? This is my story to tell. Jared, <laughs> okay, so this dress is like unbelievable. It looks so good, but there's a few challenging elements to it. Number one. Oh, your breasts. It was very much like a spaghetti strap sort of dress situation. Barely there. The boobs were almost out. Like we had to tailor yeah. it so much to keep the boob in. 
the entire night, my boob was almost out. That was fun for me. That was so fun. I, I loved it. <laughs> I was did. like, oh my God, Jared, I'm about to absolutely have a boob fall out in front of Anna Wintour. And in heels, though. Also, this dress was 90 pounds. So, so and, heavy. And, but it's not only is it 90 pounds. 90 pounds on a spaghetti strap. Exactly. So it's just <sighs> digging into my fucking shoulders. Yeah. Like, we had to put concealer on my neck because my neck was, like, chafing and bloody <laughs> because it was, like, it was, like, so heavy. And not only that, but I had bleached eyebrows. That was actually oh, the yeah. good part. That was the best part. That was the that good part. That was an part. amazing part. Yeah, I love that. We should do that again. But then whenever I would take my makeup off... <laughs> so and, like, be in the hotel lobby like after everybody was like oh, oh my god because i don't wear makeup that much and off duty you know whatever off and, duty no eyebrow is like oh, whoa she's so she's, sick. like what is wrong it looks yeah. like full like oh my god like like that's a lot of tequila for her yeah literally. it makes the it makes the dark circles come out yeah it and, makes like the lips look extra pale like it literally looks like oh she's so good she ate like she ate recalled cantaloupe from, Lit- you know, like, <laughs> totally. from the grocery She's store. She's only eating spoiled fish. She's super, super, she has severe food poisoning. It's very Voldemort. It's super Voldemort, which. Sometimes it's hot. I totally think it's hot. Sometimes it's not. True. But we, but you will be doing bleached eyebrows. Totally. By the way, yeah. I'm like, you sold me. Because the thing about bleached eyebrows is that it gives more room for the eyeshadow look. That's literally the only reason. Yeah. And it's sick it's so sick you can like bring the shadow all the way up mm-hmm. also i don't know i feel like people are more intimidated by me with the bleach brow they're like oh she's totally- well it's super scary because it's like holy shit is What's she gonna wrong? stab me is she gonna hug me yes do i want to fuck her do i want to <laughs> be her like what is this or should i just run away no everybody runs away mm-hmm. yeah wait can i ask you a question yeah what's your favorite look that we've ever done mm-hmm. like i have one that immediately comes to mind what is it it's the Margiela look. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's that's a very solid one. Like, I don't know why I love that so much to paint a picture for you all. It was this white bodysuit mm-hmm. with fishnet tights over it, mm-hmm. white heels. With a sock. With a sock, which I always love the sock. Mm. And, ooh, I loved my second Met look, though, too. That was just so good. Like, the switch doing, like, that the blue gorgeous. gown. Your third. Third. <laughs> You've just gone too many times. <laughs> uh, my eighth Met look is my favorite. By the way, it's coming. It's coming, coming soon. No, I loved the the blue, and then I loved the black. Yeah, like I love that we had like two looks for the Met, like one yeah. for the carpet, one for the interviews. Can that I be was... honest about that one though? Yeah, that one is one of the looks where I feel like we both, but I especially learned what works and what doesn't because yeah that look in person was, was unbelievable. so good it oh didn't my translate God. as well it didn't translate as well as it should have which is it's still i thought you looked amazing but it was gorgeous in person and in videos specifically you were a princess the vibe of the look really did change on the red carpet and it mm-hmm. did not like that look for something more editorial yeah it would have had this different vibe yeah but it was still like no regrets. I loved it. The two, but yeah. that that was also your genius idea. You, well, they came. They Mew Mew gave us two of the same yes, things. Yes, and which was so nice. And you were like, we can't not use these. Well, that's what it was. So we this had two versions of not the same. Sustainable. Well, they made two colors of the gown. Yeah, one in black, one in pale blue, because they were like, we don't know what color you're gonna like better. But I was having a really hard time deciding which color I liked better Mm. and I did decide I was like 
let's use both. Mm-hmm. Let's use both. And because I really don't want to waste. No. You know, I don't want to waste one. Like, it just would be such a shame. So that was so fun. That was great. I really loved the second look because it was, like, so fun to be at the Met, but in this, like, casual ass outfit. Like, I was yeah. wearing, it was like I was wearing a loafer We're, heel. And literally. Like, and, like, a, and and a, like long a quarter-length skirt. skirt. It was very It you. was so me. Yeah. But it was, like, still very, it still felt elevated enough. I mean, it was definitely more approachable. But it was fun to go casual mode because mm-hmm. years in the past it was like oh my god i'm still wearing this like very very over the top yeah. complicated gown while i'm like doing these interviews yeah and so it was nice to uh, <laughs> me like haven't i haven't breathed in two two hours just thinking about that two years two yeah. years actually it's been two years yeah um finally exhaling <laughs> um i don't know it's just like yeah but that's Valid stress. I know. I We love it. We love it. We live for it. I actually do live for it. When it comes to being involved in fashion, I think it's crucial to appreciate it for what it is, appreciate the art that it is, while mm. also understanding that it's a novelty. Yeah. Do you think fashion has a cultural impact that is significant, like deeply significant, and do you think it impacts society, or do you think... That it doesn't, and that's okay. I think it has quite literally everything to do with what's happening in society. I mean... But what do you think comes first? Do you think fashion imitates life and society and the world and culture? Or do you think culture follows fashion? I mean, honestly, like, fashion has so much to do with how people are represented in society. Like... There's just so many examples of fashion that have like shaken culture. Mm-hmm. Mini skirt, no longer wearing corsets. Like, okay, number one, my personal favorite, mini skirt. The mini. <laughs> Jared loves. Oh my god! I, if if there if you are what you love putting on your clients, you're a mini, a mini skirt. skirt. By the way, I have a mini skirt for you to try <gasps> after this. No way. Yeah, I'll explain. I'm coming over. Okay, great. Okay, I'm not kidding. Love a miniskirt. And also, miniskirt's crazy revolutionary. That changed society. Like, women in the 19th century, 18th century were wearing, like, you were in full corsets. Yeah. And bloomers and gowns and ruffles. Like, you were covered in a way that's, like, shocking. Yeah. If, if you actually think about it. Yeah. Like, to be in a t-shirt, even pants, is revolutionary. Yeah. Women were not allowed to wear pants at a certain point. But I will say it is it is so influential because mm. our little sliver of time and what we currently wear is so different than even 50 years ago, which is so different than 50 yeah. years before that and is so different than what it will be in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Like, I think fashion has a deep connection to freedom and like what is acceptable and what's allowed and mm. rules and restrictions. So there's a lot of politics and culture yeah. Deeply embedded in fashion. I'm curious about where you see yourself next fashion-wise. Because there are a couple eras that I remember you being like, this is the next phase. Like when you wanted to start doing minimalism, which was like maybe a year ago. Yeah. Maybe a little longer. You were like, trust me, it's minimalism. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then we just started doing that. Yeah. And then it was a thing. Yeah. At least for us. And then currently... Super grunge, super goth. I know. Oh my god, it's so funny, Jared. My oh my god, me. I like feel like. Remember when I? Okay, so I wore that black dress. 
Yes. To CFDA um, awards. To the CFDA awards. And it was like this corseted black uh, strapless dress. And I did a little Vogue interview on Instagram mm-hmm. where I was like, I don't know. I've just been in like a more a grungier phase. And all the comments were like, that is not. <laughs> that is not grunge. <laughs> you fucking liar. By the way. What the fuck? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, people, people, people. It's grunge to me. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, this is so polished and so proper. But it's, it's. Yeah, it a was little, a little messy. There was a little teeny kiss of like a dark grungier feeling to it yeah i think grungy wasn't the right word i think you're feeling dark shit did the fashion kids get mad yeah you got slapped in the face okay but But it's fine it's totally fine but by the way humble me yeah teach me teach me love me touch me (laughs) (laughs) so okay to answer your question what my next phase is because by the way we would need to have this conversation anyway we're just doing work yeah we're working right now yeah we're on the fucking meeting okay Mm -hmm. we're on the clock i'm in like a really weird phase right now like, I have a few things happening in my head. Talk to me. Okay, number one, it's, like, definitely, like, vampire core for me. Explain. But, like, not full vampire, but, like, I don't know. You know, oh, I've been loving, like, it's it's black, white, gray. Yeah. It's silver jewelry. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you know, super, like, um, suiting, like, silhouettes. Like, yeah. you know, like, a little vest, a little, you know, my favorite black bag is, like, sort of almost uh, briefcase briefcase-esque. It's, like, wearing, like a deep lip liner, not covering my under eye bags. It's like a little Wednesday, Adam. Straight black hair. Like my hair is really dark right now. So like straight hair. It's like, you know, square toe loafer. Uh It's like a trench coat. I'm, I'm there, Mm -hmm. but like weirdly something clicked a few weeks ago. And I was like, no, I want to be a Parisian artist Mm. stereotype. And that is, I'm kind of tapping into I was going to say that's this. Fully. Yeah. Beret. Mm -hmm. Love a beret right now. Really? I'll get over it in about, two days are you actually yes i was just looking at a beret the other day and thinking how horrible so i want to can i can i i'll show you i'll show you the one and you're gonna understand okay yeah because well berets have to be very simple yeah but it also can't be like too like oh this is a beret if you wear in my opinion if you wear a beret properly yeah how would you wear and it's like sitting like nicely like kind of back on the head like it's more like just this little thing it doesn't read as like French painter Halloween costume. It just right. reads as like this cute sort of more floppy thing that's happening. Yep. I have a pic of me in a beret that like fucking really. Hits. Yeah. But it has to be done right because you can't. You can't fuck with a beret. No, but it's actually a really cool vibe. The beret is cool, but it has to be understated. Mm. Okay. Like a black beret is ideal. Yeah, of course. Red, maybe, but that's a little too on the nose. Totally. But it's like you know horizontal stripes like this. It's like yeah, cardigans. you know, it's like a uh, super like very much primary colors it's like classic kelly green mm. the most classic red you've ever seen mm-hmm. the most classic like denim blue it's yeah. like the it's like a perfect mustard yellow like french's yellow mustard yellow it's like that's yeah. the palette it's like french artist vibe yeah. that's another thing that's happening in my brain right now that i'm loving mm, i love that okay what do you want to see me wear wear next like what do you want my next era to be fashion wise mm. your next era fashion wise I mean, I love the dark. I think it would be fun to merge that and feminine a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, when you did that, when you went to Gautier, the all pink outfit, mm-hmm. that mixed with like 
Tom Brown or Acne, those looks that we did, mm-hmm. some merge between those two, yeah. I would be obsessed with. Interesting. Something that's like a little more feminine and fragile, but like still really like yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah. I exciting. love that. I would love that. That's also a very challenging balance. And I tend to lean more. I'm always like, I am going full tuxedo right now. Mm -hmm. I definitely do tend to lean more towards masculine silhouettes. Totally. Like, that's just who I am. Yeah. I, I also think that's my comfort zone. Well, I think it's like... Comfort zone, but for a reason. It works really well. It does work for me. It works yeah. for my personality, but also more than anything, it's more comfortable. So, like, yeah. at an event, I'm like, ah, I feel the rush because I'm like, I don't, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't have these tiny little spaghetti straps. Yeah, digging into my neck and my boobs aren't out, but also yeah. like that's a fucking vibe too. Yeah, but you and are, I like that too. I have a mood board that I'll show you. <gasps> Actually. Wait, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be gorgeous. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's the best thing Jared, I've ever seen. that one was so, so good. good. I haven't seen it. That was so good. I really like this like high, high, high fashion editorial vibe for you that we've been exploring more. But I think it would be fun to sort of like merge a couple vibes. Yeah. So it's not like this time we're going goth and this time we're going... Sure. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. I think it maybe speaks to like your previous conversation about through lines and like mm. maybe figuring out a way to make it feel like one girl even if it's just for like I love this I'm getting what you're saying it's not making much sense and it's not really that no clear. but I get it where it's like okay we're not like we're not so on the nose yes with a theme it's yes. not like oh we're going full vampire mode today or like oh yes. we're going like full just freakazoid alien today. totally it's like no 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 we're actually making something new. Yes. This is like Alien went to the supermarket, but whoa, why are her boobs out? But also, whoa. She's is so that, preppy. But also, she's so preppy. Hold on a minute. Is that my mother? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I want. Right? Like something almost like giving a new feeling that still makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting challenge that I would I love to do with you. And specifically, I am really excited about like Princessy and Goth. Love. We're about to have We're princess. so far apart on what we're seeing for the future. I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm a, little a French man. artist. I'm I'm Picasso. I'm only wearing archive Picasso's clothes. I found them. <laughs> I found them ultimately at, at in the museum and I ultimately stole them. them. Now I'm wearing them to Vanity Fair Oscar party. What do you think? Well, I'm super drunk in the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big problem. Okay, so we have a lot of different vibes to achieve. Yeah, but that's also like what makes it fun. Like, cause also yeah. who knows what what else is going to pop up mm-hmm. in our brains on a random Tuesday in April? Totally. And there's a lot of time. And there's a lot of looks. So much freaking time. I'm trying to think if we have like any other fun stories we leave them off with. Um, there has to be one. That's I know. I'm like, like what's our like final fun story? Like, like we uh, haven't said anything. <laughs> you cut my underwear out at the Met. You that was a good one. sewed my dress. We actually, no, we're done. We'll let it be. I'm done. Because I have a lot of shit I have to tell you in the car. Like, I have life updates. That's fa- <laughs> That's totally Like, fair. I'm actually sick of recording this because- This is- We have to A go. lot of shit's going on. It's fine. Okay, let's go. Okay, yeah, let's leave. I love you, Jared. Thank <laughs> I, you for coming on my show. I love you so much. Thank you for having me. You're my me. soulmate. You're mine. Okay, this is getting weird. <laughs>